Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I'm your host, Austin Reynolds. And today we got a packed show for you. We're going to start off in prayer. We're going to jump into it. Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful Tuesday. Thank you for the blessings you give us. Thank you for everything that you have for us. We thank you for everything that we do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. We have a very, very... Um, pack show today. As we're gonna start off in the NASCAR scene, that's the Camping World Truck Series race in the World Riders Express Two Fifty in the in the playoff race. As Chandler Smith would end up winning the race for the Truck Series. And Tomajeski and Chandler Smith will get stage wins. So. Along with Chandler Smith winning the race, he would also get extra playoff points. So with with the playoff standings how it is right now, remember the truck series is around the ten, Xfinity's around it's around the twelve, and the cup is around the sixteen. Right now in the truck series, Chandler Smith and Grant Figure have advanced to the round of eight so far. In third place is Zane Smith. Fourth is John Hunter Nemechek. Fifth is Tom Majeski. Sixth is Stuart Friesen. Seventh is Ben Rhodes. And eighth is Matt Crafton. And ninth below the cut line because he has to advance the next round is round eight. It's Carson Hovar. He's three points back. And the tenth is Christian Eckes. He is six points back. The top of looking in Xfinity Series. In, in the Truck Series. The Xfinity Series did not race this weekend. But the Cup Series did. As they raced at Richmond too in the Federated Auto Parts 400. As in stage one, Ross Chastain would pick up with win stage one. Then going in stage two, Joe Logano would win, but Kevin Harper would ultimately end up winning the race. As they are not in the playoffs yet, as they have two more races for the playoff start. And the way the playoff race looks right now it is Chase Elliott in first, Ross Chastain in second. Third, Joey Logano. Fourth, Kyle Larson. This this is going by points, but on the app I use it as playoff. Fifth is Ryan Blaney. Sixth is William Byron. Seventh is Kevin Harvick. Eighth is Denny Hellman. Ninth is Tyler Reddick. Tenth is Christopher Bell. Eleventh is Kyle Busch. Twelfth is Chase Briscoe. Thirteenth is Kurt Busch. Fourteenth is Daniel Suarez. 15th is Austin injury and 16th is Alex Bowman. As there is only one spot left in the playoffs win-wise, but a lot of people have advanced off points. And right now, it's really between Ryan Blaney and Kev and Mark Chute Jr. As there are the two drivers that haven't won as close to getting points. But anybody below that cut line that's won a race can get in. As, like I said, they have two more races until they start the playoffs. And it's been a crazy NASCAR season with a record amount of different winners. It's been crazy. I can't wait for all of the for all the NASCAR series to be in the playoffs. As the Xfinity and the Cup Series will be at Walker's Glen this weekend, and the Truck Series will be at Kansas. Now we're gonna jump to the NASCAR and then we're gonna hop into the Major League Baseball. 
Because we're going to look back at these scores from Monday night. But first, I want to take apology as I had to work third shift Sunday night and I didn't get out to 3 in the morning. That's why I wasn't able to get a podcast out. So I do apologize for that. And I have an announcement at the end of the show. But we're going to go ahead and get into it. As we're going to start off with the Chicago Cubs taking on the Washington Nationals. As the Washington Nationals will win 5-4. to four. Picking up the game-winning run in the bottom of the eighth to win their 39th win game of the year. As Carl Edwards Jr. for Washington will pick up his fourth win of the year. And Brandon Hughes for Chicago will pick up his first loss of the year. And Kyle Finnegan will pick up his fifth save of the year for Washington. Then it was the Atlanta Braves taking on the Mets as they are battling for the number one seed in the win the East, you know, East Division as the Braves would swamp. The Mets 13-1, having eight runs in the bottom of the six as they were just destroying to pick up their 71st win of the year. And Spencer Strider would pick up his seventh win of the year for Atlanta. And Carlos Caruso would pick up his fifth loss of the year for New York. Then it was a doubleheader for the, the Guardians and the Tigers as the Guardians would pick up the first win Getting four to one, picking up their sixty second win of the year. As James Current Chalk Chalk would pick up his first win of the year for the Indians, and Will Vest would pick up his third loss of the year for Detroit. And Emmanuel Clays would pick up his twenty seventh save of the year for the Indians. Then in the second game of the doubleheader, the Detroit Tigers will pick up a 7-5 win, picking up their 44th win of the year. As Brian Garcia for Detroit will pick up his first win of the year. Eli Morgan will pick up his third loss of the year for the Indians. I mean, for the Cleveland. And Gregory Soto will pick up his 21st save of the year for Detroit. Then it was the Phillies. Taking on the Cincinnati Reds, as it would be a very close game. As Cincinnati would not have enough time to catch back up, the Philly would pick up their 64th win of the year. And a final score of 4 to 3. As Noah Singingard would pick up his 7th win of the year for Philly. And Mike Miner would pick up his 10th loss of the year for Cincinnati. And Sir Anthony Dominguez would pick up his 9th save of the year for Philly. Then it was the San Diego Padres taking on the Miami Marlins as the Miami Marlins would shut out San Diego, picking up their 51st win of the year. As Sandy Alcantara would pick up his 11th win of the year for Miami. And Joe Musgrove pick up his 6th loss of the year for the Padres. And Tanner Scott would pick up his 17th save of the year for Miami. Then it was the Tampa Bay Rays taking on the New York Yankees as Tampa Bay was shut out New York to pick up their 61st win of the year. As Ryan Yarborough would pick up his first win of the year for the Rays. And Garrett Cole would pick up his ninth loss of the year for the Yankees. Then it was the Baltimore Orioles taking on the Toronto Blue Jays as the, the Baltimore Orioles would end up picking up this win 7-3, giving them their 60th win of the year. As Brian Baker would pick up his fourth win of the year for Baltimore. Yoski Chuishi would pick up his seventh loss of the year for Toronto. Then it was the Kansas City Royals going on to take on the Minnesota Twins. As the Minnesota Twins will pick up their 59th win of the year, winning 4-2. to two. 
as Joe Ryan will pick up his ninth win of the year for Minnesota. Chris Bubba will pick up his seventh loss of the year for Kansas City. And Jose Lopez will pick up his 21st save of the year for Minnesota. Then it was the Oakland Athletics taking on the Texas Rangers as the Texas Rangers will win a very close game 2-1 to to pick up their 52nd win of the year. As Glenn Odo will pick up his 5th win of the year for the Texans. For Texas. And Jane Caprillion will pick up his 7th loss of the year for Oakland. And Jonathan Hernandez will pick up his 4th save of the year for Texas. Then it was the Houston Astros taking on the Chicago White Sox. As Chicago White Sox will win, will win a good game, 4-2, picking up their 60th win of the year. As Johnny Cuto will pick up his 5th win of the year for Chicago. And Rafael Madra will pick up his second loss of the year for Houston. Liam Hendricks will pick up his 26th save of the year for Chicago. Then it was the Los Angeles Dodgers shutting out the Milwaukee Brewers forward enough to pick up their 80th win of the year. As Julio Arenas will pick up his 13th win of the year for the Dodgers. And Freddie Pacheco will pick up his third loss of the year for Milwaukee. Then it was the Seattle Mariners taking on the Los Angeles Angels. As Seattle will pick up their 63rd win of the year winning 6-2. As Andrea Monzo will pick up his second win of the year for Seattle. And Aaron Loop will pick up his fourth loss of the year for the Angels. Then in the last game, it was the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the San Francisco Giants. As San Francisco will go one game above 500, winning their 58th game of the year in a score of 6-1. As Alex Cobb will pick up his fourth win of the year for San Francisco. And Madison Bumgarner will pick up his 12th loss of the year for Arizona. Now we're going to jump into the standings. We're going to do the vision, like we always do. Then we're going to look at the teams that's in the wild card spot as of now. Now starting off in the American League East, like I said, it's been a one-way battle all year. But coming down in fifth is Boston, who is 57-59, and 59, who has been playing below 500 balls. They're falling out of the race to get in the wild card game. Then it is the Baltimore Orioles, who are in fourth at 60-55. and 55. There's 11 and a half games back there playing 600 ball. Decent. Then in third is the Toronto Blue Jays, who are 61 and 53. Tied with Tampa Bay. They're both 10 games out. But Toronto has been struggling, going 3 and 7. And Tampa Bay has been going on the rise with a 6 and 4 in their last 10 games. Then it's the New York Yankees, who are in first at 72 and 44. As they have really been struggling. They've only won two games out of the last. 10 games, but with the big lead they got, it's not really hurting them too bad. But they're going to have to get out of that little funk and get back to moving. Then in the American League Central, it's Detroit, who is 44 and 74 and fifth, 19 games out. As they've been playing how they've been playing all year, it's just bad as they're 2 and 8 in their last 10 games. Then in fourth, it's the Kansas City Royals, who are 48 and 69. Who are actually playing decent ball, playing better. They're getting more wins than losses right now. But just really too far out as they don't really don't have no chance of making the playoffs. And the Chicago White Sox, who are 60 and 56, two games out of the league, and are playing great ball right now, going six and four, have won four in a row. They are on a rise to try to catch up. 
Then it's the Minnesota Twins, who were 59 and 55 in two games out as well. They've been struggling a little bit. They've been on the downfall, as you remember. Cleveland was in second, and I told y'all that I believe Cleveland's going to win this, as Cleveland now has first place in Central at 62 and 54, and they've been on a tear going 8 and 2 in their last 10 games. Then in the American League West, and fifth is the Oakland A's, who are 41 and 75. Literally have won one game in the last 10 games. They're struggling like they have been all year. Then in fourth is the Los Angeles A's, who are 51 and 65, 23 and a half games out. They're playing a decent ball, and they could turn it around and make a change and try to make a run. But I really, they would almost have to play perfect baseball to get back in the playoffs. Then third is the Texas Rangers, who are 52 and 63, 22 games out. And they're playing 500 ball. They have won three in a row, so they're playing decent. Not really helping their average. Not helping their record, but they're not destroying their record. Then the second is the Seattle Mariners, who are 63 and 54, 12 games out of first. And they have been playing six and four ball the last 10 games. Then in first place, who's basically been in first place all year, is the Houston Nationals, who are 75 and 42. And they're playing six and four ball. Now we go into the National League East, as in last place in the East is the Washington Nationals, who are 39 and 78, 36 and a half games out of first, as they've been struggling lately, only winning three out of the last 10 games. Then in fourth is Miami, who is 51 and 65, 24 games back in them two. They too have been struggling at three and seven. Then it comes to the, in my opinion, three. Of the top five hottest teams in the National League are ending National League East. And it is. And the third is Philly, who is 64 and 51. Only 10 and a half games. I guess y'all remember how far out they was. They, they gradually they kind of got stuck at that 10. I don't think they can make a run to win their division, but I think they can definitely fight for a chance in the, in the wild card. As they're 10 and a half games out, and they have won, they have won seven of their last 10 games. They've been hot. Then the Atlanta Braves, who was 71 and 46, only four and a half games. I like, remember they got real close to them, and then they had that bad series against New York, and they be rebounding as they destroyed them last night. As they have won seven in a row and are 73 in their last 10 games. And the New York Mets, who so were first, are 75 and 41. They won eight and two their last 10 games. I still go with my prediction. I think the Braves are going to pull this out and win the division. Then the National League Central, in last place, it is the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are 45 and 70, 18 and a half games out, and have just been really struggling. Only been able to win two out of the last 10 games. Then in fourth is the Cincinnati Reds, who are 45 and 69, 18 games out of first, and are three and seven in the last 10 games. Then two have been struggling. It's been like that for them all year. Then the Chicago Cubs, who are 47 and 67, 16 games out of. First are in third as they have went six and four in the last ten games, helping their average, helping their record a little bit, but not getting where they need to be. Then it's the Milwaukee Brewers who are sixty-one and fifty-three, two games out of first, as they have been on a little downward spiral going four or six out of the last ten games. Then it is the in first place it is the St. Louis Cardinals who are sixty-one and fifty-three, who are seven and three in the last ten games. As they continue with this pace, they will run away with this division by the end of the year. Then in the National League West, in last place is Colorado, who is 51 and 66, 30 and a half games out of first. As they've been playing 500 ball, haven't been helping themselves, but haven't been making themselves any worse off record wise. 
Then in fourth is the Arizona Diamondbacks, who are 53 and 62, 27 and a half games out of first. As they've been playing six and four ball. Helps, but far far back as hell, they're never gonna catch up at that rate. Then it's the San Francisco Giants who are 58 and 57. Who have won four in a row. Or seven and three in their last ten games. And I think this little run they on now is a little too late. But it's great to see them playing good. Then it is the San Diego Padres who are 65 and 53. Who have won only four out of the last ten games and they're falling down and they might be knocking themselves out of a chance to win the wild card. Then, in my opinion, number first place and the number one team in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are 80 and 34, and they went 9 and 1 in the last 10 games. They are definitely the hottest team in baseball right now. And as of now, in the American League, teams that would win their division, they would automatically be in the playoffs, would be the New York Yankees, Cleveland Guardians, and the Houston Astros. And for the wild card right now, it would be set up to be Seattle versus Tampa. Then in the National League, the New York Mets would automatically advance. St. Louis Cardinals and Los Angeles Dodgers. And the wild card game would be between Atlanta and Philly, which I think would be very fun to see. Clash out between divisions to get in the last spot as of now. And now we're going to jump into the NFL to finish off the preseason as we're going to break down Saturdays and Sundays preseason games at week one. As week two preseason will start Thursday. And I'll break down who's playing and get in week two. All right, we're going to jump into Saturday's games. As the first game will be the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Chicago Bears. As the Chicago Bears will pick up a close win, 19-14. And key contributors in this game, really. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he played that one drive. He went 6 out of 7 for a touchdown. He did very good. Um, Then coming out and playing a key role in the game with Shane. But chilly as he would go 12 out of 19 for 99 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Um, they really didn't do much running the ball. There wasn't no impact, big impact players receiving the ball. You're going to sit there and well, bang, they made a gigantic impact. Um, and for Chicago, Justin Fields, he would get a little bit of playing time going. Four out of seven for 48 yards. Trevor Seaman would go seven out of 13 for two touchdowns. And Tajay Sharper had two big catches for 44 yards. As this would be a very close game. As both teams would be decent on third down. But in the same amount of plays, Chicago was able to accumulate more yards, more drives. And they was able to run the ball so much better than they compared 137 to 52 yards of Kansas City. And Kansas City's two turnovers really killed them. And Chicago comes out with the win. Then it was the Carolina Panthers taking on the Washington Commanders as Carolina would win a very close game, 23-21. As P.J. Walker for Carolina would go 10 out of 19 for 136 yards, a very decent game. And Becker, his Carolina DB would go 4 out of 7 for 45. As they would have key contributors running and throwing. It would be very and it was really, really good. And then there's the Washington Commanders at Sam Howell. The rookie out of North Carolina would go six, would go nine out of 16 for 145 yards. 
Carson Wentz will go 10 out of 13 for 74 yards. And Sam Howell will come up big in the running department. Three carries, not 10 yards, but two touchdowns. And Brian, and Brian Robertson, rookie at Alabama, will have six carries for 26 yards and a touchdown. And the, the running game will keep Washington in this game. But when it comes down to it, Carolina was just paying more third down conversions. They was able to. The crazy part was they wasn't able to run the ball or throw the ball better than them. They just, they did what they were supposed to on third down conversions. And Washington's two turnovers really what killed it for them. Then it was the Indianapolis Colts taking on the Buffalo Bills as Buffalo would win 27-24. As Sam Ellinger for Indianapolis will go 10 out of 11 for 88 yards and two touchdowns. Matt Ryan will do one drive going 6 out of 10 for 58 yards. And they would just spread the ball around and keep him close in this game. Then the Buffalo Bills, Matt Barkley will go 18 out of 24 for 224 yards but have a long pick. And Case Keenan will go 11 out of 18 for 86 yards and two interceptions. Has defense will come up big for Buffalo. And Raheem Blackshear would have two touchdowns for Buffalo as a defense, and Buffalo would be able to be two months for Indianapolis to pick up. Maybe they would pick up this win. Then it was the Seattle Seahawks and the Pittsburgh Steelers, as the Pittsburgh Steelers would pick up the win 35-32-25. As Drew Locke would play big for Seattle going. 11 out of 15 for 102 yards and two touchdowns. And Geno Smith will play a great game as well, going 10 out of 15 for 101 yards. As DJ Dallas would have a great game for Seattle, going 10 carries for 73 yards. And Geno Smith would pick up him a rushing touchdown. And they would spread the ball around offensively as they would play good. But Pittsburgh would just be too much. As Kenny Pickett, he would go 13 out of 15 for 95 yards and two touchdowns. Big impact. And then George Pickens, who has been a beast in training camp and a beast in his first game, would get three catches, 43 yards, and a manhandling touchdown. As they would be very even throughout this game. But Pittsburgh was able to outpass them, outrush them. It didn't commit no turnovers. And it was just, and the offense was just chumming for Pittsburgh. They would pick up this win. Then it was the Miami Dolphins taking on the Tampa Bay 49ers as the Miami Dolphins would win 26 to 24. As Skylar Thompson for Miami would go 20 out of 28, 218 yards and a touchdown. And for Tampa, Kyle Trask would go 25 out of 33 for a touchdown and a pick. And Tyler Johnson would have a great game receiving-wise, going six catches for 73 yards, as this was a very competitive game. As Miami would struggle on third down in this game, as they would not throw, they would not throw nowhere near his passing. You know, struggle running the ball, but Tampa Bay's two turnovers would solidify it for Miami. Then it was the New Orleans Saints taking on the Houston Texans. 
That's for New Orleans Ian Book. We go 15 out of 22 for 124. 121 yards in a pick. And Andy Dalton in his Saints debut. We go 5 out of 5 for 51 yards and a touchdown. And they have kicking tributes running and throwing. And for the Texans, Jeff Driscoll would go 16 out of 26. 165 yards, two touchdowns, and three whopping picks. And they would, they, them two just have a lot of kicking shoes, running and throwing. As you can't pin this out to turnovers, you can't pin this out on penalties, you know. Um, but red zone was the problem for the Saints. They were one out of four in the red zone, and Houston was two out of two. Um, it's honestly. The Saints should have won this game because they was able to run the ball a whole lot better than them. Passing was close. But they got sacked a lot. And Houston was able to pick up this win. Then it was the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Denver Broncos. And the Denver Broncos would win 17-7. as Josh Johnson for Denver. We we'll go 16 out of 23 for 172 yards and two touchdowns. And Ben Yakushi out of James Madison, we we'll go 9 out of 16 for 112 yards and a touchdown. As Josh Johnson single handedly won this game from Denver with his two touchdowns, and he would ultimately be carrying his team to give him the win. Then it was the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Los Angeles Chargers as the Rams would win 29 to 22. That's Bryce Perkins out of Virginia. We'll have a very decent game going 10 out of 17, 133 yards and two touchdowns. And was able to carry the ball eight times for 39 yards and another touchdown. He single-handedly scored by as many points as the Chargers did. And Lance McKitchen, we have eight catches, five catches for 87 yards and two touchdowns. And for the Chargers, Easton Stick. We go 16 out of 23 for 119 yards and a pick and chase down. We'll go 11 out of 17 for 117 yards and two touchdowns. This Michael Bandy for the Chargers. We'll go seven catches, 73 yards and a touchdown. As this was a very good game, very competitive. But it would ultimately, it would ultimately me. I can't say that word, y'all. Come down to penalties and turnovers as the Chargers do have nine penalties for a total of 120 yards and a turnover as, as the Rams would have no turnovers and two penalties the whole game for 10 yards. Then, then the Sunday game, which is only one game, was the Oakland Raiders taking on the Minnesota Vikings as Oakland would win 26-20. As for the Vikings, Kelly Mond, would play really good going 9 out of 14, 119 yards and two touchdowns. And then the guy that caught his two touchdowns was Albert Wilson. And for the Raiders, Nick, Nick Mullins would go 7 out of 9 for 94 yards and a touchdown. And they would get two rushing touchdowns from Stillman and Brown. As they would just have more third down opportunities, more third down conversions. They was better in total yards. They was better at running the ball. And turnovers again. Minnesota had 8 for 71. That's a lot of turnovers and expect to win the game. 
as the Chargers will pick up that win. Now for week two, I'll break down what days the games are and who's playing. In week two, it'll start off on Thursday as the Bears will take on the Seattle Seahawks. Then Friday, it'll be the Carolina Panthers taking on the New England Patriots. New Orleans Saints taking on Green Bay Packers. Houston Texans taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Then Saturday, it'll be the Denver Broncos taking on the Buffalo Bills. Detroit Lions taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Washington Commanders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Oak Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Miami Dolphins. The San Francisco 49ers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Pittsburgh Steelers taking on Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the Los Angeles Chargers. Then on Sunday, it will be the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati Bengals taking on the New York Giants. The Baltimore Ravens taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And the Atlanta Falcons taking on the New York Jets. That will be the NFL preseason for week two. As y'all know, we broke down the NASCAR for this weekend. And I haven't been fully invested in NASCAR like I have. Like I said, it's been a very tough year for me. Podcast work that I have struggled to have my heart into it. I'm getting, I'm getting back into it. And as you know, we broke down some baseball. As the playoffs are approaching in baseball soon, it's crazy when football season starts. Baseball starting to get to the playoffs. And then we broke down the NFL games in preseason. And that leads me to the announcement I'm going to make. Alright, a lot of y'all probably listen to me. I may not be from the code. Y'all may not be from around here. But in Georgia, we love our high school football. I'm one of them. And this year, as y'all may not know, high school football officially starts the regular season this Friday. As I am going to be full throttle in three in Georgia high school football. 3A in regions 1 through 8, which is that's every region in 3A. Every Saturday, I'll be breaking down each game. I will be doing previews every Friday morning before the game or Thursday morning. Probably every Thursday morning, I'll be doing previews on all of the games. On the upcoming Fridays, I will break down what the standings are looking like after the first four weeks of the season. And then I'll be breaking down all 3A football, all Georgia high school 3A football. Like I said, regions 1 through 8. It's going to be fun. I can't wait to get started. Um, My goal as of right now is to try to get on the radio. Try to, I live in Stevens County, Georgia. See if I can get on the radio channel with them and start doing sports talks and stuff like that. That's my goal as of right now. Um, but, yeah, I just want to make that announcement because I'm very excited about it and I'm very thrilled to do it. I think it's going to be fun as tomorrow morning, either tomorrow morning or Thursday morning, I'm going to do the preview. It'll probably be Thursday morning because I'm still working on breaking down everything. But once I get that broke down, I'll have that on my podcast, which I'm pretty sure that'll be Thursday morning. And then Saturday morning, I'll be breaking down all of the games. All right, y'all. Like I said, we talked about baseball. Talked about NASCAR. We talked about NFL. 
NASCAR is starting to get into the playoffs. The hottest time of the year for NASCAR. Besides the 500, baseball is getting close to the playoffs. Football season is about to be here. We're about to be talking about college football and NFL. I can't wait. And a huge announcement. High school football. Now, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Y'all continue to tune in. Y'all continue to be supportive. As we'll be back tomorrow. As we'll be breaking down more Major League Baseball games from yesterday. From tonight, I mean. And we will. And if I get my high school football stuff done, I will do my previews. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Let's hit prayer real quick and let's have a blessed Tuesday. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me my mental state of mind back. Thank you for helping me understand what I'm worth and what I'm not worth. Lord, thank you for giving each of us a goal in life. Thank you for being there for guiding us and teaching us, Lord. We praise you for everything you do in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tune in tomorrow at 8 a.m. Have a blessed Tuesday. God bless. Remember, it's all gas, no brakes. All 2022. Peace. We out.